I tell you, I praise the Lord for our praise team. I'm, I'm telling you, folks. Yes, yes. Uh, I was like, like, you know, I spoke at that church last Sunday. Good, good people, love people, but boy, I sure miss our praise team. They beautiful, Arctic Lynn. Like you were saying, you, sometimes you don't realize what what you have till it's gone, and a lot of churches are losing uh, people by the hundreds every week, and musicians are going secular all the time, and uh, people who still share their gifts and talents with the Lord. We are blessed. I want to share a passage of scripture with you from Second Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11. God's word says, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. May God bless that reading, hearing to our hearts, and have a moment's word of prayer. Father, again, in the name of Jesus, we come into your presence. Pray that your word, your will, would go forth and accomplish all that you send it forth to do. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Friday was a terrible time to have to rewatch what happened 19 years ago. I think they ought to show it every morning on TV. I want to kiss you didn't watch... Uh, People remembering Friday. I want you to watch this for a few minutes. We need to show the commission light video now. We need to remember this.
God's word tells us there in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, that we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. When this happened in 2001, Americans started to gather together. There's a lot of young men and women who went immediately to join the armed forces to fight for our country. It brought us together for a brief time like nothing before, either Democrat, Republican, Independent. It brought everybody together. As horrible as that was, there was over 340-some firemen and policemen who ran into that building who died. Did you know that? Over 340-some first responders ran in while everybody else was ran, running out to give their lives to try to save some people. As God's Word says, not to be ignorant of the devil's devices. There is an evil that is now hitting our country that's even worse than that. That brought us together. What's happening now is dividing us. We need to realize God's Word tells us Revelation 12, 12. That in the last days, the devil is pouring out his wrath upon all mankind because he knows his days are few. We see it absolutely mind-boggling that people would even consider wanting to have socialism, to have Marxism, to take over our democratic government right now. A, a, a philosophy and ideology that wants you to destroy Christianity. An ideology that wants to destroy America. And there's people out there actually actually who are lying and doing anything in the world they can do to get socialist leaders into office to destroy this nation. As God's Word says, we need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. God's Word says when you see these things start to come about in Luke chapter 21, look up because your redemption draweth nigh. All it takes for evil to prosper is for a few good people or a good men to do nothing. I'm telling you, mark this down. If Americans don't stand up in the face of this anarchy and fight for freedom, you're going to lose it. You will lose the freedom. I will fight to stop these anarchists. They get in my face at a restaurant. God help them. Better pray there's not a butter knife nearby. <laughs> what I can do with a fork. I'm serious. I'm not, I mean, really. If they come marching down the street, march all you want to, protest all you want to, but don't touch a cotton-picking thing. Because if we don't get in their face and stop them, I tell you what, we're going to turn our police loose, bust their head. I'm not saying kill them, just crack that skull a little bit. They'll decide to back off. See, that's, that's called corporal punishment. Your, little, your child, you ain't busting their head, but you bust their butt, guess what? They don't want to do it no more. Until this nation wakes up, you think that was bad? You think that was bad? You ain't seen evil yet until, until this country is turned over to the Marxists. I'm telling you, be not ignorant of the devil's devices. We need to pray for this country. We need to stand up and not be afraid. We need, we need people getting in their face because you want to wear a MAGA hat or whatever. Get right back in their face. I'm telling you, we, we've got to push back. We can't roll over like a welcome mat and wait for somebody to wipe their boots off on us. I don't want to start trouble. I don't want no trouble. But it's like I heard a fellow say one time he wrote that song, This Old House. Somebody said, you're a Christian. I saw that, saw him interview. He said, you're a Christian. What do you do if somebody walks over you? He said, well, 
If they walk over me, let them go on. But if they stop and clean their boots off, that's a whole different story. And that's the way America needs to look at it. Amen? Amen. That's all I got to share today. Matt's going to continue. <laughs> Where he left off last Sunday, I had a dream about this last night. So if he had this worked out, I had a dream that I was going to say my little thing about this. Because I wanted you to burn your brain. Tattoo it on your brain. And Matt's going to finish this. I had a dream last night that I just kept on talking. And I dreamed my dad passed away in 99. I dreamed my dad got to me and said, you blew it. You blew it. That was supposed to bring the message. You should have shut up. So I, don't want to, I don't want my dad getting on here. So. Yeah, he said he dreamed he kept rambling right out of time. I said, I just assumed that was going to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor father, I tell you what. Hey, he's tormented me all my life, so the least I can do is just give it right back to him here and there when I can. It's rare when I can. But, uh, if you look at your Bibles to Matthew 22, we're going to read verses 37 through 39 of Matthew 22. Everybody a second to turn there. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Let's have another quick word of prayer if we may. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, and we love you, and we praise you. And Lord, uh, thank you for another day. Thank you for another Sunday to be able to come and worship. Lord, uh, I just pray that you be with us uh, this morning, and I pray that you'll fill this sanctuary with your sweet Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, let your word go out, let it edify, let it equip, but most importantly, let it glorify you. And Lord, uh, let us hear uh, what you want uh, to be heard, and let it be used to spur on spiritual growth. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. All right, uh, you know, last week uh, I ran out of time. I feel like I just got... Uh, got started, and, and the thing I knew is like 12 o'clock. I don't know where the time went. Uh, but we were going over some uh, certain uh, terminology uh, that I felt was uh, relevant and that we needed to discuss, such as terms like being woke or social justice warriors or uh, critical race theory, and these, these types of terminology. And, uh, you know, uh, as I was talking about last week, when it discuss things like that, it, it's difficult uh, to a certain extent because, you know, I don't want people to be like, well, I'm not here for a, uh, a school lesson. I'm here to, to hear the word. And uh, quite frankly, it would, you know, it, it is more uh, exciting, I guess, sometimes to, to do the, the warm and fuzzy messages uh, than to do those things that are difficult to discuss. But these are terms that uh, we are hearing on a daily basis that I felt that uh, was relevant and that, uh, that needed to be discussed so that as Christians, we know how to handle these situations because uh, these, these things with social justice uh, in particular are seeping into churches uh, and seeping into youth groups in particular. And a lot of well-intentioned people uh, are thinking that they're, they're doing the right thing. And, that, and that's, that's the problem. See, uh, the devil could appear as an angel of light. And so nobody likes oppression, nobody likes racism, and they want to do the right thing. But we have to be aware, uh, as, as God's Word tells us, that we have to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I don't know why I just got choked up just then. I made no sense, but weird. I don't know. <laughs> so, 
to hear about dad's naval that's for sure uh, but anyway um, oh naval ships I'm sorry I apologize uh, <laughs> but um, uh, so Alex I have kind of a weird experience there I'm not sure what really happened there but it was the Holy Spirit uh, maybe I'm just excited about uh, lunch I'm not sure but uh, uh, I uh, <laughs> you know this morning uh, well, you know it's really interesting too that uh, after I was talking about uh, uh, critical race theory in particular uh, that um, uh, I think it was that Monday morning uh, that uh, they're talking about how the Trump administration was uh, no longer going to be having uh, critical theory training uh, within uh, their facilities uh, that was instituted by the Obama administration that's pure and utter propaganda. And thought, that's just weird here. I was just talking about that. And then all of a sudden here, the, the, the news is talking about the very next day. And I found that uh, very interesting. That's why it's important that we know these kind of things. You know, this morning, uh, you know, we talk about, particularly with Marxism, uh, Dad had mentioned uh, just this morning, they were talking about, you know, the McClowskis who were trying to defend their home and they busted through the gate, uh, the protesters. And they were talking about Kim Gardner, the prosecuting attorney, that she is a Marxist and that she's going after them big time. That even though they uh, arrested, uh, was like 15 of the uh, protesters, that, they were gonna, that they, nothing would probably even develop or even happen uh, to these individuals uh, because of her, her uh, political stance and that she's going to go full after these individuals. And see, that's what we're looking at here. See, we're looking at critical race theory in particular. Uh, you're looking at those, uh, when you're talking about oppression, those who have power and those who don't. And their theory is that those who have power will oppress those who do not. And so that's why uh, we have what is known as intersectionality uh, in the essence that um, uh, it, it is trying to give a measurement uh, to those who are oppressed. Uh, and uh, uh, the example, and of course I shared on this briefly uh, last Sunday, uh, when dealing with intersectionality, uh, you see that, uh, say you have a uh, uh, black male who uh, in comparison would not be as oppressed as a black lesbian female, uh, who would not be oppressed as, you know, and just keeps on going on down the line. And the only way that um, a white uh, male can uh, have some sort of, um, uh, uh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for, the, uh, uh, the ability to overcome his whiteness, so to speak, is to um, uh, admit that uh, there is oppression. In fact, you know, what we're looking at here uh, clearly is Marxism. Uh, you know, in the Marxist society, Karl Marx, uh, he's a, a Prussian, German, uh, and he, um, uh, he, he was an atheist, uh, pure and simple, uh, and he, he was a racist. Uh, you know, here people want to, well, they, these terms, these fancy terms, social justice warrior, critical race theory, these things are pure Marxism. It's just being relabeled in a different way so that it isn't um, uh, as evident uh, to those around who are, who are understanding these things because, you know, like I was talking about last week, uh, of uh, egalitarianism, uh, particularly with economic egalitarianism, uh, and the redistribution of wealth. I know you all have heard that a lot, Redis redistribution of wealth, redistribution of property, uh, over taxation, 
Uh, but see, in their eyes, uh, they're going to have a utopia and, and, and art will flourish and all these things are going to be wonderful. But here's the thing, you know, uh, as I was talking about uh, of the Puritans who first come to this country uh, in Plymouth, they thought they could, they could combine uh, uh, this types of uh, socialist behavior uh, in, uh, in, in accordance with scripture. So they thought by using uh, something as, as uh, like Acts 2, uh, 44 through 45, uh, that that would, uh, was saying that uh, everybody should share the wealth, so to speak. So everybody, so certain people were working, but everybody was gaining equally from that work. And it failed, it imploded, because people got to where they did not want to work. They didn't want to do anything. They were dependent on other people, and that wasn't working. Because, you know, you and I both know, as well as I do, that um, if you're going to get uh, uh, free food or free handout, why bust my tail and work uh, and my, uh, my fanny off if I'm going to still benefit either way? So that's what happens, and that, and that implodes. And so it doesn't work, but it is the antithesis. In fact, even uh, Frederick Engels uh, talked about uh, that uh, to, uh, to combine uh, philosophy uh, with uh, the socialist um, uh, attributes. And, and that's it. It is the antithesis uh, to what God's Word says. Yes, God's Word uh, tells us to help those less fortunate. God's Word tells us we are encouraged to help those who are in need. We are encouraged to do that, but we shouldn't be forced to do these kind of things. See, we see atheism at play here. Whether you realize it or not, we see these atheistic uh, uh, virtues being pushed because if God is not, uh, uh, the God of the Bible uh, is taken out of the equation, then why not murder somebody? Okay, have you ever thought about that? Why, why not? What, what keeps you from saying, well, murder is wrong? Well, if God is out of the equation, then, then murder is just an opinion. That's just something you don't like. You know, somebody says, well, we won't murder because we don't want to be murdered. Well, if that's the case, then I'm sure Hitler and Mao and, and all these other uh, tyrannical leaders uh, didn't want to be murdered either, but it keeps them from killing millions of people, you know? And so, you know, so that, that, that's a fallacy that doesn't work. But everywhere... All right, here we're, so many people are so um, uh, concerned with racism, which racism is wrong on any level. We, we agree with that. There's nobody here that says that, that they would agree with racism. But everywhere that uh, Christianity has prospered, see, everywhere that communism and socialism, they want to, to, to squash uh, Christianity. You know, they want, they want that silence there. But everywhere that in the Western Hemisphere where Christianity was allowed to flourish, we see that slavery was abolished. We see that uh, women were, were um, uh, uplifted and, and, and liberated and given freedoms that they would never ordinarily have anywhere else. Even in biblical times, uh, we see the revolutionary stance of the Bible uh, where uh, before women weren't allowed to even worship in the temples, but with Christianity, they were allowed to, to have these, these freedoms. We see with Christianity, we see liberty. We see these things. But without God, then the, even the, something as, as murder is relegated to uh, uh, just an opinion, something you like or don't like. You see, where is the morality? See, what, more or less what I'm talking about is moral relativism is what you're getting out of the, to the core matter of it is. And that's why it's important that we keep God. But see, they want to squash this. See, uh, as I was talking about uh, last week uh, in uh, Portland, where uh, I think it was on August 25th, uh, where they surrounded the woman in the restaurant and they were, they were, they were chanting, uh, white silence is violence. Okay, just like Dad's talking about, if they surrounded him, God help them, because um, the carnage would have been very bad. But they were surrounding this woman, and uh, they were in her face because she wouldn't raise her hand in solidarity. But here's the thing. The one question they asked, and I brought this out last week as well, is, are you a Christian? 
See, why would they ask that? Why would they ask, are you a Christian? Why not, are you a Hindu? Are you a Muslim? Are you, but specifically uh, being asked, are you a Christian? Why? See, they see the Bible, all right? Here, these people are, are fascists. They might as well have brown shirts on, all right? They, they are the epitome of godlessness. But they find the Bible evil. I mean, that's hard to believe that somebody would find God's word as evil. But see, it gets in the face of their belief system that, you know, because they want to believe, they, they want to tear down the foundation of family values. They want to uplift uh, homosexuality. They want to uh, glorify the LGBTQ, whatever you identify with. See, that when you look at uh, critical race theory, uh, what, they're, they're, what they're talking about is uh, their answer is, uh, is, uh, is what you identify with and, and, and whether your immigration status or your, your race or what you identify with sexually and all these things. And, but when you look at God's word, uh, we're all children of God. All right. We, and we, we're all one. There's neither Jew nor Greek. You know, we, we are one under God. But see, they're making these class distinctions. See, they have no problem with, with lying and, and stealing or killing because if you take God out of the equation, going back to that moral relativism, why not steal? Why not pillage? Why not burn a city down? Why not kill somebody? Uh, it's just like, um, I was with Blank. I think her name was uh, Karen. Um, oh, goodness. Anyway, she was, for, for many years, she was identifying herself as a, a, as a, a woman of color. And uh, in fact, she was even given awards from NAACP and come to find out she finally come forward and said she was a Jewish lady. All right. And that, uh, that this was a fallacy and that she, she lied about the whole thing. But, all right, when they, she claimed to be a woman of color, she had no problem talking about how it was okay for, a, uh, uh, for those in the, uh, the, these African-Americans to hack to death a 15-year-old with a machete. She had no problem with that whatsoever. And that was even, that, that wasn't offensive. But when she came out and said that, uh, that she wasn't really a woman of color, that's when they found offense. See, that's the scary situation here, uh, that, that there's no, no problem uh, with, with killing and stealing and doing these things. That, that's even uh, the, these uh, schools and colleges and stuff. That's why they're, they're, there's all these riots. That's why they, it's just like, uh, was it last night that two cops were gunned down point blank, were shot? You know, there's a 31-year-old female and another guy was 25 years old, and they said that... Uh, uh, they just uh, graduated uh, uh, 14 months ago from the academy. And so that's why you've see, seen this. God has been taken out of the picture. And so that's why that, uh, it's important that we stand our ground as Christians. It's important that we be that salt of the earth. It's important that we fight back and push back against these things. And see, just like you know, the video I showed last week of the Catholic priest uh, who was... Uh, uh, no, uh, Declaring, you know, doing a catechism on whiteness and how that must be uh, defamed and be, be put down and, and, um, and, and called out, if you will. And, uh, you know, that's what they were talking about, that the Nazis, that's how they worked. They, they didn't come out talking about their agenda and how evil they were, but they slowly infiltrated certain places, particularly with churches and things of that nature. And so that's how they, they slowly began to take over. See, that's why it's like me and Dev's talking about for a church, there, there is a lack uh, of good, godly uh, churches and pastors who will stand firmly on the whole word of God. See, that's, that's, that's the problem. Too many have become watered down God's word. Too many people have compromised with the world. Too many people are, are, are making allowances for sin. See, so many people go to church to learn how to make excuses for what they're doing. 
In fact, it may be something I may even get to a little bit tonight in our study in Hebrews. Uh, when we look at uh, Hebrews 12, uh, I, think we're, I think we're looking at closely at um, uh, 17 through 24. But um, is the fact that, you know, we don't need to compare uh, our sin to other people. See, it's so easy to say, uh, well, I sinned, but, you know, it could have been a lot worse. At least I'm not a murderer or a pedophile or something like that. Or, or at least, I didn't, you know, I don't lie. They, they, you try to justify that sin. Sin is abhorrent in God's eyes. And that's why we have to hate it. We have to despise it. We can't compromise uh, with the things of the world. Amen. And so that's why we have to be as Christians. See, the world has become rotting meat because the Christians are not being the salt of the earth. Amen. We are not standing true on godly principles. We are not standing true on those things that we are convicted by. You know, it's so sad to see so many Christians who were so excited when they come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, and then uh, they become complacent and they become apathetic and they're no longer growing. In fact, they're probably going back a few steps instead of going forward. We need to have that excitement. We need to have that zeal for Jesus Christ to stand for what is true and holy. We've got to push back against those things that are evil in, in, a, in a cultural society that we have. Uh, we are, you know, there's no way for us to, to rule over Culture. We're going to be in this. We're going to be a part of it. But here's the thing. Now, well, first, let's look at a um, uh, Bible verse here real quick. Let's look at Hebrews 13, 14. Uh, just real quick, if we may. It says, For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. All right, so remember, we are sojourners. We are, we are pilgrims uh, in, this, in this land. And uh, what we can do is while we're here, even though uh, society and culture is changing, and it will change, and it will go contrary to the Word of God, that's why we have to stand firm on its foundations, despite what society may say. And we still have to, while we have a duty and a responsibility while we're here to show the love of Jesus Christ, to teach others about God's Word. See, that's the problem, I think, with so many people. They think by the only way they can show love of God is compromising with the world, compromising with sin. Nothing to be further from the truth. We have to stand and not tolerate those things that are contrary to the Word of God. Amen. We have to stand firmly on this, on its principles. They say, well, I don't want to make somebody mad. Guess what? They're going to get mad. No matter what you do, you're, going, you're not going to appease these people. These social justice warriors, if you will, all right? They, they are, uh, this Black Lives Matter, which is distinctly a domestic terrorist group, no matter how you look at it. That's, what, that's all they are, is terrorists. It's Antifa and all these, these individuals. By giving in to them, it's just like, the, like on the video we showed last week. They said, you're riding on the back of a tiger. It's a matter of time. They're, they're going to turn on you. There's no, there's no appeasing them. So all these, these turkeys in government, even on our local level, Giving in to these is, 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 is not going to help. Is, at what point does it stop? Because guess what? See, their, their whole uh, idea that they're doing is to destroy the norm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, destroy the norm. Everything, so they think that racism, see systemic racism in particular, uh, is infiltrated in all of our laws and, uh, and all of our thinking and, and everything that's, that we see around us. And so you could be a racist and not even know it. Well, that's, that's like chasing a ghost. How can you be a racist if you don't know it? I mean, if you're conscious of it, then you realize, hey, I don't need to, to act this way. I like what Ben Shapiro said. He said, if you, are, uh, uh, if you uh, acted on every thought that come through your head, a lot of men would be in a lot of trouble. 
You know? Because, you know, that even though you may think something, you don't act on it. So just because that you are a, uh, you may have a racist thought come through your head doesn't mean you have to act on it. So systemic racism at its core is, is, is fallacy. But see, here's the thing. They want to destroy the norm. So all of our laws, our constitution, all these things that we're seeing, they want to destroy. And guess what? They see this as a norm. They see God's word as a norm that must be eradicated and must be destroyed. See, as long as the Christians are out there and saying, hey, homosexuality is wrong. See, they're glorifying. They're uplifting this and saying, hey, it's okay. There's 35 flavors of, of gender. No, there's not. There's two. There's male and there's female. And if you don't think you're one or the other, then you are severely confused to need some help. Amen. You know, it's just like uh, that Trevor Noah, which I, I can't stand anyway. Uh, he said that they need to do away with, uh, with gender uh, reveals. Because he said they need to be at an age where they can decide what they are. Well, I can tell you right now, when the kid is born, you can look pretty clear at a certain area on the anatomy and know it's either a boy or a girl. I mean, it don't take a real rocket scientist to do that. And if your doctor can't do that, then heaven help you, you need a better doctor. So, I mean, you know, it, it is, uh, see, we're, we are standing, all right, we are standing in the way of what they're wanting to do. Christianity is standing in the way of this cultural Marxism, this, which leads to socialism, which leads to communism. This is where this, this, is, this, this reigns, or Christianity, they want to eradicate. Why do you think in China uh, that you, they can't worship? They can't do anything? You see, as long as we're here telling the truth, you know, wait a minute, what do you mean that homosexuality or, or being transgender uh, is normal? You're, 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 you're full of hate. You're a bigot. How dare you? No, that's, that's God's word. Well, that's your interpretation. I guess I'm sick of hearing that. That's your interpretation. You know, it is um, and even teaching abstinence, you know, sex before marriage. That, you know, they, they don't even want to, to teach that school like that isn't a possibility, but it is. That's why God's Word tells us to do that. I like what uh, Dad said. He said, you need to learn it. It's good practice for marriage. But um, uh, <laughs> but anyway. Throw me under the bus. Might as well. Might as well. But we see these things. You know, why is it that this wants to be eradicated? Love one another. Treat other people how you want to be treated. If with, that, with, with God, we have, a, a, we have an understanding why we have morality. We have a sense and understanding of, you know, the, of the Ten Commandments, of the Golden Rule. We have these things. Without that, then why not have utter chaos? Why not just do whatever it is you want to do? We have to have God. And if you, as Christians, do not stand up for your convictions uh, for Jesus Christ... I'm telling you, just like Rome, this, this, this nation is crumbling from within because too many Christians won't stand for what is right. You know, uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if I want to read this other verse or not. Um, hold on here. Let me make sure I see. Um, yeah, I'll wait on that one. Um, last night, I was really shocked. Yeah, I, uh, I hand make these crosses. You know, I make these, uh, these flags, uh, American flags out of wood. Brandy and I does. She's a big help to me. And I'm, I'm making these crosses and I put the, the stars, the stars and stripes on it. <clears throat> because um, <clears throat> when I see uh, those stars and stripes, 
I don't care how many I do, I don't care how tired I get making, sometimes we, we're late uh, making them. Uh, I think about all those men and women um, who died uh, to have, for us to have this freedom, this freedom to worship here in this sanctuary this morning. Um, Friday, I was really, uh, uh, I kept getting choked up, getting getting cried every time I'd see that footage of 9-11. And to see where we uh, were there then, in September 12th, how so many people had that, that sense of patriotism. Churches were filled that Sunday, and many Sundays following that. And now you see what is being elected into office, literally Muslims that, uh, you know, are, you know, it just, it just blows my mind uh, what was being elected, not once but twice, uh, into office. And, um, but last night, uh, I had some people, uh, I won't say that they were attacking me, but it just, it just shocked me. They didn't understand how the, the cross and the flag go together. They said, are you trying to say? <clears throat> that America is being crucified on the cross. And uh, I said, I'm going to tell you something. We don't live in a theistic nation. You have the right to believe whatever you want to believe. You, if you want to worship a phone pole, that's on you. If you, you know, whatever it is you want to do, you have the freedom to do so. But it doesn't change the fact that this country was founded on the Judeo-Christian ethic. It doesn't change the fact that there were godly men who used God's word as a guide for our laws, moral laws. All, you know, everybody around the world knows murder is wrong, stealing is wrong. They use that on the moral law. It, you know, so, you know, to me, Christianity and the flag do go hand in hand. And I said, I'm going to take it a step further. I said, when you break that flag down, and you see that red, that stands for the blood of all those all those men and women who died for our freedom. Amen. And then when I see that red, I think the blood of Jesus right. who shed to free us from sin. That's right. And when you see that white, it stands for purity. Jesus Christ had to be pure, the only perfect man to walk this earth, to be the, uh, the perfect sacrifice for us. Amen. As you heard my dad say many times, we have a, a debt that we could not pay, and he paid a debt that, we, that he did not owe. But then you see the, the blue, that valor, that perseverance, that vigilance on that flag. And Jesus Christ, he persevered. He was vigilant even unto the cross. He endured more persecution. He endured a scourging like nothing we could ever imagine. So yes, I see how the cross and the flag go hand in hand. And how that you can't, you know, I'm not elevating, when God tried to accuse me of elevating uh, America uh, to the uh, level of heaven uh, or the flag to the level of Jesus. I said, nobody's doing that. But you, the, the cross is a symbolism of the great sacrifice that had to be given to free us, to keep us out of the gates of hell. Right. And that flag represents so much, and yet so many are willing to give up that freedom so easily and so quickly. And I don't understand it. 
I will never understand why you want to give up those freedoms we hold dear. The very ones calling us fascists are being the fascists. The very ones who screaming that they don't, uh, we're not having enough freedom are the very ones taking our freedom away. It's important, my friends, to understand these terms like being woke, you know, that, that really that, the, that you're aware of, of racial uh, matters. Uh, it's really heavily used by Black Lives Matters. Uh, you understand what social justice warriors are. You're understanding what critical race theory is. And, uh, you know, it is, um, again, that, that those who have power want to oppress those who don't. It deals with oppression. And, um, uh, you know, on the surface, you think, well, you know, well, what's wrong uh, with that kind of ideology, but it's just that their identity and their Savior is the government. Our identity and Savior is Jesus Christ. And that's where we have to get to. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father through me. You want to eradicate ra racism? You're not going to do it by changing laws. That helps. Racism can only be changed by the heart. This hate, this divide can only be changed through the heart, only be changed through Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, I hope, pray that you'll make that commitment today. If you'll stand, uh, I'll have a quick word of prayer. And uh, Mrs. Brown uh, uh, is, uh, she play, yeah, uh, if, uh, if, while she's playing the piano, if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, please uh, come and talk to me or my dad. And then uh, I'll let dad uh, close in prayer. So let us pray. Verify, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this, this country. Thank you, Lord Jesus, uh, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, God, for sending your only son to save us. Lord, I pray for this country. I pray that you'll heal this divide, uh, this division. Uh, Lord, that you'll heal uh, this racial division. Lord, I pray that you bring peace upon our land. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
about that cross. I, I love that cross he makes uh, with the flag on there because it does. It, it reminds people this is a Christian nation. No matter how many times the liberals want to tell you different, no matter how many times Obama went around the world telling people that we are no longer a Christian nation, just because he said that out of his big mouth does not make it true. Exactly. It was founded on Christian principles. And I know this may sound redneck, but I've never said anything different. If you hate this nation that bad, bad move. Go! Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to your presence. Please, Father, let us have the intestinal fortitude to stand up for you first and foremost. And stand up for the values of this country, for our children, for our grandchildren, before it's gone. Father, I pray if anyone here doesn't know you as the Lord and Savior of their life, Indeed, they will come forward and talk to us before they leave this sanctuary, this church, your house, this day. God just keep us from going out and coming in and bring us back safe to the appointed time. These things we ask to pray in Jesus' name and all of God's children say. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Amen.